Media Minister Catherine Martin is meeting RTE Director General Kevin Backhurst and the Chair of the RTE Board, Shuan Lee Rahali, this lunchtime to discuss the ongoing crisis at the broadcaster. The Minister summoned the two to her department after further revelations over the weekend about exit packages paid to former RTE executives. The Minister for Housing, Dar O'Brien, has said today that there's frustration in government at the constant drip-dripping of new revelations in relation to RTE controversies. On Saturday, Mr Backhurst said former Director of Strategy Rory Coveney had received a package on his departure from the organisation, widely reported to be of the order of €200,000. Speaking in Galway this morning, Dar O'Brien said not all the issues in relation to RTE were historical and that this was a concern for him and his Cabinet colleagues. He said he expected an update of the situation at Cabinet tomorrow. Constant drip-dripping of, you know, new revelations is not helpful. So I think the meeting today that Minister Catherine Martin is having with uh, the chairperson and the director-general of RT is very important. I think um, any further information that's required should be given. Uh, I understand from listening to, to Kevin Backhurst that there, there may be some legal constraints there and I would just encourage RTE to, uh, to um, find a way forward that there can be full transparency in relation to exit payments in particular. This isn't all historical, this is recent um, and I think that's certainly a frustration that I have and government colleagues have. Like we respect and value public sector broadcasting uh, and you know, whilst doing that to make sure that RTE is on a safe and secure footing into the future that can, that can deliver the state broadcasting that we need, these issues need to be addressed and need to be addressed fully uh, and openly. Housing Minister Dar O'Brien will earlier the chair of the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party, Alan Dillon, said RTE needs to publish the names of every senior executive who received an exit package since 2016 and the amount they received. Brian Stanley is chair of the Public Accounts Committee. He's uh, joining us now. Very good afternoon to you, Deputy Stanley, and thank you for talking to us today. Is, is that a call that, that Alan Dillon's made with which you would agree? Good afternoon, Brian. Yes, not just that, that we should have a list of all those who uh, former executives who received exit packages uh, since since that period, uh, but we also need the amount, but we also need, also need to see the criteria uh, and the rationale and justification for those payments. Uh, were posts extinguished? Was it redundancy? Was it a type of redundancy? Was it just, was it just some kind of sweetheart goodbye packages? Uh, goodbye money, uh, we need to know that. What was the justification? What was the rationale and the criteria for those payments? And it's, I have to say to you, Brian, that I find this extremely frustrating, the Chair of the Public Accounts Committee, because uh, you will recall me saying they're right throughout uh, the middle of last year mm-hmm. and into the autumn, RTE uh, executives needed to put all of the information up on the table, all payments, all of the arrangements that have been made that were all unusual arrangements that were made uh, in-house mm-hmm. uh, so as we could get a clear look at what was going on. But instead of that, what we've had is, is information coming uh, literally drip by, drip by drip. And that's not that's not adequate and it's not satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be able to get to an end point with this where all of the, all of the issues can be teased out, uh, where the corrective, corrective actions can be put in place and RTE can get on it as being a public sector broadcaster. Well, as you know, RTE has said, and Kevin Backhurst has said, that they're seeking fresh legal advice in relation to revealing this sort of information. Paul Cunningham, our political correspondent, is on the line. Perhaps, Brian Stanley, you stay with us just while we get an update on this from um, from Paul. Um, any indication yet, Paul, if that legal advice has been provided? 
No, um, we don't know if it has been provided, and that, I guess, is is the key point here. Um, the uh, team from RT, the Director General and also the Chair of the Board, entered the uh, Media Minister's building around quarter past 11. The meeting was due to start at 11.30am, and they're still inside. Um, but we don't have uh, a direct uh, clarity on that key issue, Brian, as to whether there's new information on, on the legal position or not. And what about the purpose of the meeting, this meeting, from Minister Catherine Martin's point of view? What what has she or her department been saying about the uh, the the purpose of it uh, f- f- from in her regard? It's to underline the requirement um, for RT to be as trans- transparent as possible and to deliver information as quickly as possible. That's been something of a, of a mantra of the Minister over four months and yet it's coming back to this issue of exit payments. It also has to be said, I guess, is that um, the... Uh, Members who are part of the Doyle Public Accounts Committee and Iraq Media Committee are also expanding um, what they want from the station. So as a new um, issue comes to the fore, then there's a request for not just information about now, but information going back several years. So there's something of a moving target for RT. But the, the key thing here is whether or not RT is going to move on this issue of disclosure or not, um, because that clearly is going to lead to a big clash between government and the station if the position from the new Director General is that he can't move because he's legally constrained. Right, well, if that meeting includes and if we do hear from uh, Kevin Backhurst or the chair of the RT board we'll return uh, there to the uh, the department but as I say we're still on the line Brian Stanley chair of the PAC Brian Stanley in relation to this question of, of payments and the point made there by, by Paul Cunningham there has been this criticism of a drip feed of information but it's also that the, the, the ground has been shifting as well as this controversy has unfolded over the last several months and new questions are being asked and raised well, new questions are being asked, and justifiably so. Could I just just make one point in relation to the meeting with Minister Martin? Minister Martin, uh, she seemed to be indicating uh, towards the end of last week that she doesn't meet with the Director General, that that wouldn't be proper. And I've, I, I made the point last week that she should meet the Director General along with the Chair of the RTE Board, uh, and should have been doing that way back because of the scale of the crisis that's unveiling at RTE. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be just waiting for today for that to happen. The person in charge of operations needs to be in there she is the sole shareholder on behalf of the public. That's the key point here. She's there to protect our good. She's there to protect the good of the public, the government and the state. That's her job there. And I welcome the fact that it's happening, but it's coming late in the day. Uh, in relation in relation to the drip feed, what I would say to you there is there's always a very simple solution to this. Is it's better to, it's better to uh, it's better to open up all of what's happening at RTE and disclose all of the facts around all of this as much as they can. Um, as quickly as possible. What I would say in relation to and any you legal the prohibition... Point, as, as much as they can, and, and that really goes to the heart of this, doesn't it? Because if the legal advice is that the, this information can't be released, um, well then, wh- where does that leave Kevin Backhurst? Well, the question I, the question I would ask, uh, the question I would ask is this, why in the name of God is there confidential legal clauses put in to goodbye money for senior executives in a lot of cases money they shouldn't have got you know, sweetheart deals on the way out because you're you're walking away from a job. Why is that the case? Why is there, why is there confidentiality clauses? This is a public sector broadcaster. You know, this isn't uh, this is this isn't uh, you know some small outfit mm-hmm. around in the back street. So, Deputy Stanley, are you be. saying if 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 Kevin Backer has put his name to a confidentiality agreement in relation to any of these departures, then should he be considering his position? I want to be fair to Kevin Backhurst, and I've tried to be fair to him since he came into the position. He has made some very welcome changes. Uh, he has changed. Uh, he's moved people out of the positions that are in. A lot of the senior executives are gone. 
he's also brought in, brought in some welcome reforms and some new openness in RTE. And I welcome all that. I want to give him a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. I would be critical of, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, get into a position of, uh, you know, because a person makes one mistake or maybe entered into something that maybe they felt the reasons for that. Uh, I'd like to hear mm-hmm. the reasons why it was necessary to put in these confidentiality clauses. But mm-hmm. I think in fairness to Kevin Backhurst, any fair judgment of him would say that he's made a, he's been making a fair stab at cleaning up an, an, an unholy mess at the top of RTE. Mm-hmm. But I would question why why is it's necessary for legal confidential clauses to be stitched into good packages around goodbye money for exit for for executives who are exiting. Right. Uh, there's clear criteria there for the, you know this Brian as well as I do. Mm-hmm. The ordinary staff at RTE. There's clear, clear terms there for redundancy payments mm. for exit packages for the ordinary staff. It should be the same for the executives. Are you are you hoping, are you intending to have Mr Backhurst, other senior RT executives, other board members back into the PAC in the coming weeks? As soon as possible, Brian. Believe me, I would love to have seen this wrapped up by the end of last year. And that was that was kind of the timeline I had in my head. And that we would issue a report in, in early January because of the delay in some various investigations the Grant, Grant Thornton, etc. Uh, we haven't been able to do that, and then we have this latest scandal around the uh, around the goodbye money. So, as soon as possible, we hope to have men before the uh, Dáil Public Accounts Committee, so as we can deal with the outstanding matters. If, uh, mm-hmm. You know, issue a report and move on. But we have to balance we have to balance matters here because the members of the Public Accounts Committee, you know, to put a good bit of work into this, and you know, it's worth pointing out to your to your listeners that during the time we've been dealing with this. We've also then dealt with over 20, 25 government mm-hmm. departments and other state bodies with their accounts. So this has been going on in tandem with and, our other work. And I suppose so we stri- do need to get to a conclusion. Strictly speaking, RT doesn't fall um, w- within your remit because it's not audited by the controller and auditor general. That, that's something I think you'd like to see changed. And I think even the RT chair has said sh- that's something she'd welcome. Yes, that, that was the Sinn Féin position back from right, right throughout last year. We felt that it should be brought back under the uh, under the remit of the control and other general, uh, which makes it directly amenable as a commercial semi-state to the uh, to the Public Accounts Committee and gives us greater powers. Uh, it's unfortunate that that was actually changed in the, in the mid-1990s. Mm-hmm. Legislation was changed. It needs to be changed back. I welcome the fact now that uh, people across the political spectrum are coming to the Sinn Féin position on this so as to have that oversight to create more transparency, to create more openness uh, and that we have proper accountability from RT. That's welcome. The idea, what we need to get to here, Brian, is that we need to have a better RT at the end of this. But the sooner we have all the information, the sooner we get to the end of it, that we can turn around things, put this matter to bed and RT face the future. Very good. Brian Stanley, Chair of the Holy Council Committee, thank you for that.